Hey everybody, welcome to Real Brave Live. I think it's number 79. We've lost count. So we'll just start from here. Every week we lose count. I can't count one more than 78. So I just figured it was 79. Real Brave is a music lesson studio. We have our own platform. We have an update to our front-facing website. Looks amazing. Go to realbraveaudio.com. We're a music school. You can learn guitar, piano, drums, a bunch of stuff. This show, we talk about music, all types of music. Two musicians in a room talking about music. Uh, follow us at Real Brave Inc. Smash that like button. Subscribe. Do all the things. Today, we're going to talk about the Eagles and the most amazing album of all time, the best-selling band or the worst band. Kevin, you're uh, on. Yeah, I mean... Real Brave Live. Oh, Real Brave... Live. Live. You just killed all of your things. Uh, so I don't really know how to work the loop pedal so well. <laughs> Ed Sheeran, you are not. I'm not an Ed Sheeran, nor a uh, other loop pedal users. Yeah, he's funny looking anyway. He looks like uh, Ron Weasley, right? He does so look like Ron Weasley. So am I thinking of the right guy? Mm-hmm. Cool. So um, <laughs> we started with Polka last time we did this, but we're not going to do that again. Right. Uh, the Eagles were a band. Yes. Not a football team. No. Not a uh, bird. They did not play in the Super Bowl. They did not play in the Super Bowl. This is the other Eagles. That would have been really interesting, though, in the Super Bowl to have the Eagles play. Although Glenn Fry is deceased. Um, they surely have played a halftime show. That, I don't know. We'll have to fact check that. I don't think so. You're a football fan, right? Not really. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I've watched the Super Bowl for the last 35 years, whatever, yeah. but I'm not really a football guy. Yeah, Super I'm, a baseball, Bowl. I'm a baseball guy. Are you really? I am a baseball guy. Big yeah. Mets guy. I know you're a Yankee guy. I am, big time. But yeah. it, You'll be happy to know that we are sponsoring a booster event for oh. the Mets. Really? Yes. Let's talk later. So, and y- that's that's happening. I, I'm, I got, I'm getting the bill, I think. Um, so the Eagles never played the Super Bowl. Halftime Never show. Never play the si- halftime Super Bowl yeah. show. Yeah, right. The I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles have played many a Super Bowl. What do you think they the would look show. like in like uh, without any clothes on? Anything? Any good? <laughs> this is a family show. <laughs> we can't talk about that. But they're no, kind of serious because if you don't have any, if if you have clothes on, <laughs> I think the last person to have clothes on in the Super Bowl halftime show was Paul McCartney. I think it was Rihanna. Oh. Well, maybe she had clothes on too. two weeks ago. Yeah, she, she, she did, was yeah. pregnant. She had total, total all red. She was. Yeah. Did you do you believe the hype that she was making uh, all sorts of uh, signs, Illuminati stuff? I yeah, guess. Illuminati. Um, probably. Yeah. Why not? Okay. <laughs> sure. If the uh, my position is, if the Illuminati are real, we wouldn't be talking about that. That's true. That's 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 kind of my thought. The same thing with uh, the climate change. Uh, I have different climate thoughts change. about climate change. Yeah. And what some uh, there's there's somebody that said something very interesting about climate change. Oh yeah. He said that if climate change is real, I'm not saying it's not. I just think this is very interesting. It sounds like you're saying it's not. I'm not. I'm just. I like both sides. I think it's. I think it's fascinating. This uh-huh. one guy who's. I'm just, he's going to remain nameless, mainly because I can't remember his name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's fair. It's good. A good as reason as any to yeah. remain nameless. Uh, he. Uh, he said that if climate change is real, there would be no insurance company that would insure any mortgages for the next thirty years. Uh, very interesting take on climate change. You know why? Because no insurance company covered COVID in any disregard, in any regard, whatsoever. Because they knew that a pandemic was coming, and they have people that go out years and years looking at stuff. COVID, that, Kevin. The 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 novel coronavirus, SARS two, COVID nineteen. Yes. 
Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I don't litter, and I recycle. <laughs> you put it to the wrong camera. <laughs> <laughs> and I recycle. <laughs> Is that storage full? Yeah. Womp. Uh, but this is not a show about climate change, folks. That's far too divisive an, of an issue for some reason. The Eagles, <laughs> the Eagles are pretty divisive as well, to be fair. Yeah, but it, at least like it's kind of we ha- we know something about it. <laughs> Do we? Uh, I don't know as much as I probably should. I know. Yeah. Speaking of climate change, uh, the Eagles. So the Eagles were a band that was formed uh, not in Philadelphia but uh, in Los Angeles in 1971. Right. They have five number one singles, and to Brian Chagrin, one of his favorite bands, six number one albums, six Grammy Awards, and five American Music Awards. Um, The Eagles were one of the most successful musical acts of the 1970s in North America. And Brian, you've been to every show. Every single one. Wow. You followed them? I followed. I, it's funny because I wasn't born until after they broke up the first time. Wow! So it, my whole like dream in life was to follow them if they ever got back together. Right. And when they did, I had to manifest that myself. You're like so. a like a, a deadhead in the '90s who just like you know turned of exactly. age. Exactly. Yes. And then Jerry died. Yeah. Exactly. That bummer, man. <laughs> um, Sarcasm. Yeah. Their first album was uh, their debut album called Eagles in 1972. Uh, had uh, two top 20 singles in the U.S. and Canada, Take It Easy, Witchy Woman. We don't like those songs. Here's my thing with the Eagles. Okay. They are the best produced band of the 70s. Like If you listen, you listen to those tracks on really good speakers, they sound incredible. They're good musicians. They're good songwriters. I hate everything they've ever done. <laughs> Tell me what you really, really feel. That's yeah. You sound like Dan talking about Steely Dan right yeah. now. I, and I love Steely Dan. Steely Dan makes me want to punch myself in the face. That's how I feel with the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. Every time I hear Steely Dan, um, a little part of me dies. Guys. Guys. <laughs> we can all agree that Fish is the better band of all three. I know. <laughs> uh, Desperado was another <laughs> album, uh, but only peaked at number 41 in the U.S., although the song Desperado, which is uh, was a total banger back in the day. Slapped. It was slapped. Great uh, version by Linda Ronstadt, if you haven't heard it. Mm. Ooh, I love uh, Linda Ronstadt. Anyway, so then uh, in um, Fast Forward, let's just stop talking about that. Okay. Uh, fast Forward, uh, Hotel California. <laughs> we only got a, f- a certain amount of time. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, they, they came out with this album, Hotel California. And it's, uh, it's, it's got the song ironically named Hotel California. That's not ironic. That's eponymous or titular. <laughs> right? It's so big. <laughs> The reason why we're talking about it today is because on February 22nd, 1977, I was two years old. You oh, wow. were but a wee... Twinkle in my father's eye. See. Um, was released. I was going to say something else, but I decided... We're going to stick with that one. This is a family <laughs> show. Again, when did I become the moderator on this? <laughs> FCC is going to... You either die the hero or live long enough to become the villain. <laughs> I stopped caring once the new website went up, and then it's a picture of me on the on the um, like in the desk mm-hmm. about oh. to give my sermon right. of real brave right, and th- my snake tattoo is right there. So oh, yeah, uh, it's it's tattoos. We're, we're baddies. Tattoos. I mean, I guess yeah, it's well, right there. We are we're, baddies. We are baddies. There's a there's a baddie tattoo. So there's a lot of a lot of stuff about this song that I wanted to talk about. If you don't mind, I <laughs> do mind, but I'll well, allow it. But watch yourself, counselor. <laughs> you've been playing it a lot. Uh, yes. I've uh, heard it many times. It is 
Is it the titular song of your soundtrack? No, it's standard guitar student repertoire. You know, is it, it, it's, it's become such so ingrained in the popular culture. Like you go anywhere where they're playing classic rock, and you know, it's on. It's in the rotation. Okay. Along with more than a feeling, don't stop believing, short versions of Layla, uh, you know all the classic rock. What's good about Hotel California from a teaching perspective is there's like three different levels to it. You can teach just the basic chords, which are very simple. Yeah, and any beginner student can play them. Yep. You can teach the intro, which is a little bit more complex, mm-hmm. which might take a little bit more. And then there's the solos at the end mm-hmm. have been charted out by many people, and you can play them pretty much as a as an exact copy of that. And it's a great study. In, in theory and mm-hmm. technique, yeah. especially toward the end. Um, I had a student to that point, the three levels, I had a student who started it, who learned the song's chords maybe two or three years ago. And then this past year said, like, I want to go back to this song and learn the solo. And that's what we did in the capo last concert. Capo or no capo? No capo. Whoa. Cape no. I don't believe in capos. What? Yeah. Oh. Capos are real, man. I got a perfectly good capo right here. That, that, that is a young man's game. At some point, you'll realize the capo is smart, and you'll just start using it. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. saves the wrists, man. Yeah. I mean... Uh, and then how do you get that ringy-tingy? I could go like... Was it B7 would be next? I hate the Eagles. Remember to look at me. Yeah, he plays then, it all the time. And then what would be next after that A, right? Uh, Someone get this man a friggin' capo. Oh, we look like a D up here. So, all right. All that aside, so uh, Don Felder, who I think he's deceased. Yeah, no, he's still he's still with us. He's still alive. Sorry, Don. Created a demo <laughs> demo of the song's instrumental in a rented house in Malibu Beach, recording the basic tracks with a rhythm aced drum machine. I never heard of that. It's an old drum machine. Yeah. I used to have one. Yeah. Uh, and adding a twelve-string guitar. So that's that's played with a twelve-string guitar. That intro, yeah, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. On a four-track recording deck. Okay. What is that, Kevin? I have no idea. Good. It, I, I can tell you what it is. It's, it's a little... It, it was, um, at the time, state-of-the-art. We put a cassette in there, and you would have, like, four multi-tracks on there. But it would record to a speed that you couldn't put that cassette into, like, your car stereo. It was a... You could only play it in other four-track recorders. Yep. You could you bounce it You have to bounce it. Yeah. Um, but it was, like... It was how everybody I went to high school with... That's made, how I recorded everything. Made our... Yeah, our demos and that. Wow. So this guy gave um, Don Henley and Glenn Fry each a copy of the recording, and Henley was intrigued by the song's influences from Latin and reggae music. Okay. Do you hear that? Yeah, so the, one of the guitars throughout the verse is going... Yeah. That's their classic. Yep, yep, yep. Henley, oh, excuse me, the Eagles recorded the song three times with Henley on the lead vocals, twice at the record plant. It doesn't matter. I'm sure those places aren't existing. The key was too high for Henley's voice, so they lowered it from E minor to B. What would it sound like in E minor? It would sound like... So think, instead of... On, on a dark, it would be... On a dark, desert highway. That's high, man. Really it's too high. Good for Way the Bee Gees, though. Bee Gees could Unless you're down that. here. On a, on a That's dark what I would desert I would just, highway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be like Johnny Cash. Yeah. That would sound really cool. On a dark desert highway. Yeah. yeah. So Hotel California reached number one position in the uh, Billboard Hot 100 and helped the band's greatest hits become the best-selling album in the United States chart history. So 
What do you think uh, the song is about? There's a lots of there's there's lots of like imagery Obvious, in it. Obviously traveling. It's okay. a it's a really long Yelp review. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite jokes yeah. about this song. <laughs> one star. <laughs> Could never leave. What do you think the song is about, Brian? I don't know. Um, the, the first time I ever really thought about it, I just, for my bachelor party, two friends came into my house in masks and kidnapped me, literally put a bag over my head and threw me in the car, and they made a mix of all music I hated and played it <laughs> full volume, so I wouldn't know where we were going. Your so friends I a bag fun. over my head, and this is the first song in the mix, so I had to listen to this song like blaringly loud, and so I just kind of thought about it for the first time that day. I was like, oh, this sounds like it's about this, it almost sounds like a horror movie, right? Like, you, you go to this nice place, it seems like it's going to be a good time for you, but then you're trapped there and you can't leave. Yeah. Now, that's one of the, the, I think that's one of the things that people came to the conclusion of. But there's all sorts of just, I don't know, musings. Uh, where there have been theories uh, about the song represents, Eagles uh, band members have revealed in multiple interviews the true meaning behind Hotel California is that it's a commentary on the self-indulgence of America. But then you have things like uh, Her Mind is Tiffany Twisted, uh, refers to like worshipping uh, the wealth and material goods. Um, then there's another one, Mirrors on the Ceiling, Pink Champagne on Ice, supposedly the operating room, and four packets of blood. I, I can see that. But Stab then, it with their steely knives, so but they just can't kill the beast, was supposedly a reference to Steely Dan. Yeah, because uh, they had uh, like a fake rivalry, Steely yeah. Dan and the Eagles. You know why? Because Steely, Steely Dan, Dan sucks. had a song, "Everything You Did," wherein it's about this couple that like they they are uh, in a bad relationship and they're fighting, and he says, "Turn up the Eagles, the yeah. neighbors can hear us." Yeah. And they thought it was a dig, so yeah. they said, "We'll dig back." Yeah. Because stabbing something with a Steely Dan. Uh, I can't even say what Steely Dan actually is. Do you know what that name means? Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's an artificial one, yeah. Oh, is that? Right? Oh, I didn't know it was artificial. Oh, okay. It's from the novel Naked Lunch. The uh, oh, uh, oh, William Burroughs. Yeah, it's yeah. from the William Burroughs book. Oh, yeah. I, I can't believe I never put that together. Yeah. I have an encyclopedic memory for useless information, so I'm happy is to share though? this with you. Naked Lunch is a wild read. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> well, Steely Dan's Donald Fagan was arrested for domestic uh, domestic assault. Yeah, he's he's done. He's not a good person. <laughs> Back to the Eagles. Back, do it again to the Eagles. Right? What? Steely Dan. The nah. Eagles will come back to you. Back, oh. do it again. This is going to be a recurring theme. Now um, Matt's posting on the Real Brave uh, uh, site. On the Facebook? On Facebook, on, on Instagram. Oh, on, on the Instagram. with, like, references. With, with uh, Steely Dan yeah. references. <laughs> That's great. Any major dude will tell you the Eagles are much worse than Steely Dan. Uh, I see, like, listen... The the Eagles have been way more in my face throughout my entire life, though like I haven't like really absorbed them. Like I can name like off the top of my head, Lion Eyes, Desperado, Life in the Fast Lane, Hotel California, and probably that's it. Yeah. Uh take Steel- it easy. Take it easy, and that's that's probably it. And you might throw a couple of them and be like, Oh yeah, that's a yeah. but then you could throw a bunch of songs at me and I'll say, Oh, that's a Steely Dan song. I didn't know that. So I never really actively pursued either of those bands. Okay. But um But you you are like an an ardent uh, defender of Steely Dan. Uh, just to just to spite just you. To goat me. <laughs> um, I, I will say that um, the Eagles have like a more country sound to me. That the football team. 
no, the uh, band. Okay. Um, that I don't like in the wrong ways. You know what I mean? I think it's got something to do with the three, four part vocal harmonies that I really. They're like perfect. Though. I know. You don't like that? <laughs> no. I, I uh, it was kind of like also the time. So like the 70s had the John Denvers and right. the Americas and all the. Right. Where many vocal harmonies were like. I just don't know who came first, the chicken or the egg on that one. Was uh, it the Eagles that made that popular? Somebody the, needs to tell me that. The Eagle or the egg? The Eagle or the egg? Right. <laughs> you're proud of yourself right. for that one. Right, viewer? <laughs> uh, well, you're the only one that's on. This is off. Oh. On this one. Oh, okay. Not not the the regular, but that. So you, it's your show now. Ah, yes. Yes. About time. Um, that's okay. <laughs> uh, Break out the fish. <laughs> my my hotel California story. Uh, you didn't have to rem- remind me. Speaking of Brian getting um, abducted, mm. <laughs> we went away to the Poconos, and uh, I was what? Fifteen? No, I was like sixteen, and no, I might have been younger. Now the Poconos. Our mountain range. Yeah, there is a uh, there is this place called Daniel's where we used to stay. Okay. Or no, not me. My friend used to stay, so we invited us out. Mm-hmm. Whole family went, and like when we first pulled up, there was like a toilet bowl like right by our like outside, like right on the. So we knew there was gonna be a quality stay. Mm. Uh, but it was one of those like '80s places where everybody hung out, and you know they were doing all sorts of things you weren't supposed to be doing. And there was a girl there <laughs> who was going out with a guy <laughs> who ended up liking me. Okay, right, and that guy. Wanted to the the talent show at the end of the week wanted to play a song with me. Okay. All right. So we ended up playing Hotel California. Sure. And it was a big to do, and everybody was really proud of me, and I was like, whatever. And we get home, and there's like two dozen roses with a card, and my mother like this, like mad. She's like, I opened the card. I must have been like 15, and it was a picture, like a picture of the girl. And the and saying like how much she loved me. Oh, wow! And that's my that's my hotel California story. So where is she now? I don't know. Probably married. Was she hot? Yes. We got to find this woman. I uh, saw the picture. If you're watching, if you're watching this info, young lady, send me another picture. <laughs> like a picture though. Oh, oh. <laughs> so if you're watching this, friends at home. I mean a picture. Send your, send in your pictures <laughs> to <laughs> realbraveaudio.com. <laughs> what's your average what's your address, Kevin? Uh it's uh Don't say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's a web address actually. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, that's my story. Uh, do you have any um Hotel California stories? So, uh when I was in 8th grade, um my band <laughs> Called Neon Phoenix played our school's Battle of the Bands. Terrible band. Name. It's one of the songs that we played, and we won. Oh, yeah. because wow. of this song? Uh, could be. Could have been my behind the back of my head guitar solo on Led Zeppelin's Rock and Roll. Oh. Or uh, what was the third song? I think it was like a Blink One Eighty Two song. Stay together for the kids. That is that is that is a hilarious encapsulation of middle school, where like you can play the Eagles and Blink One Eighty Two in the same set. Yeah. No one, no one probably. Now they're like, like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. No, no, no one thought it was weird. Well, it ended up like foreshadowing my adult life because like <laughs> in any given day teaching lessons, I'll go from the Eagles to Blink One Eighty Two to like John Denver to uh, you know uh, to Beethoven. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's 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 wild. All the been a long time on a duck. What? 
Uh, Blink-182. Very I, specific sounds. I had that album when I was like nine called Enema of the State. Yes. I didn't I didn't get the joke that it's Enemy no. of the State. Or I didn't know what an enema was. I was nine. I never had an enema, but I remember the artwork of the album. It was a nurse <laughs> Thank God. putting on a glove. Yeah. And this is the reason why parents are very concerned, I guess, right? They yeah. see those things, they don't really quite understand it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... It's like the meaning of rock and roll. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. The okay. meaning of rock and roll. What is the meaning of rock and roll, Dan? Can't say it. Oh, we can't say it on nope. this family show. We could. We'd get canceled. I don't know. We just asked people to send us photographs. I think we're already canceled, <laughs> folks. <laughs> so here's the cool thing I about here's the cool thing about the end of Hotel California yeah. that. Uh, so I don't know if you can see this, folks at home, but people hear that. Well, the you know the whole solo you hear. Which is one of the most famous uh, lead-ins to a guitar solo. You go through the whole solo. Uh, uh, the two guys, I don't know their names, are trading off Joe sections. Joe Walsh and Don Felder. Uh, Joe Walsh uh, and Don Felder. Fan. And uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Look at this I, non-fan. I, 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 before, I watched the history of the Eagles documentary at least three times. <laughs> it it uh, it builds and builds and builds and it peaks here at this. And if you look at what the notes are that are actually being played, you know, the layperson might say, like, wow, that's really impressive. How did they come up with all of that? Well, it's, I mean, it's simply the three notes of the chord the that's chord. played underneath it, which is B minor. If I moved it down here, down one octave, and then now I'm just playing the song. It's, it's, it's like one of those, like, you know, Guitar player secrets. That's like, wow, how'd you do that? And it's like, like when I showed Nick how to play that solo, we were like a week or two before, a week and a half before the concert, and he was like, I'm never gonna get this in time. I was like, yeah, you will watch. Uh, <laughs> but then what's cool is, so uh, that's I think what makes it is the actual harmony, the person. harmony on that, right? Yeah. So like, if I, if you'll allow me, I won't to throw on my distortion and loop out this first one. Okay, Ed. Got it, got it, got Take it. The idea, right? So yeah, like yeah, yeah. one playing the chords up here. The other playing the chords down here. You could add a third to that and go, uh You could add a fourth and go. We don't want to do that. But that's the magic of music and music theory. Yeah. And arpeggios. Arpeggios. Where does the word arpeggios come from, Kevin? Uh Italy. It sounds French to me though. It sounds Mm-hmm. Very Italian, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, all right, so that's Hotel California. On this day, um, almost 50 years ago, God help us, uh, that song was released and 
ruin Brian's life. Mm. If I could put all the blame on the Eagles, I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> I, I'm curious, what other songs were played in that bachelor party kidnapping? Oh, um, the next song was um, uh, America by Neil Diamond. Oh. Oh. I'm glad it was America by Neil Diamond. Coming to, come to America. Coming to America. No, coming to America, that's... That's Living in America oh, by that's James Brown. Living in America, yeah. Yeah. Rocky Four soundtrack. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> no, that's a wonderful <laughs> song. A different, no different America. Uh... And then I want to say it was like a 25-minute Moody Blues okay. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff that, like, in isolation, none of it is terrible. But when it's as loud as a car stereo will go and you have a hood over your head yeah. on the way to Queens, this is what happens. Yeah. Wow. We were going to a Mets game. And then at the Mets game, and then I think they put the hood over my head again and led me out of the stadium with a hood over my head. And I was like, how did you not get arrested? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. You know, um, that's li- that's coming to America. It's so bad. Um, <laughs> it's terrible. It's that so gave me the same feeling as when I heard uh, "Living," uh, not born in the USA, born to run. Yeah, born to run is is grown on me over the years. The I, live versions are really good. Yeah. It, it's only grown more jarring to me really when i worked at the live version so seriously like have you heard him do it live no like uh especially when when he was on tour back in the day i hate no i shouldn't say hate that's a very strong word i severely dislike the the audio recording uh born to run and living in uh born in the usa born in the usa is jarring born in the usa is way more like synthy 80s bad production whereas born to run is a little bit flatter production yeah i guess I don't know. I have bad uh, uh, associations with those because in a different deli that I worked at at a different time of my life, it was like the store's playlist, and yeah. it was shorter than Ooh. than what and I was. He like insisted on playing or she born in the U.S. Yeah, Ugh. I worked in a movie theater once that played uh, Convoy. You know, Convoy. Mm-mm. It's like a country song from the '70s about people on a trucking convoy, and it was played like every 20 minutes in this movie theater for a year, and. Uh, I can still hear it in my nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I hear in my nightmares. It's probably Steely Dan, though. (laughs) (laughs) I hate Steely Dan. Anyway, uh, that's it for today. If you're interested in taking uh, any sort of uh, music history class, uh, don't do it here. But if you want to (laughs) take lessons on the guitar and learn that guitar solo, I'm sure there's someone named that rhymes with Levin who would want to teach it to you. Seven, Bevan. <laughs> uh, you Devin. can follow us at Devin. Real Brave Inc. on all the socials. Go to our YouTube page and uh, check out all the shorts that we've been uploading. There's there's a lot of history in there. Um, I think you can catch the history of the day kind of stuff in there and, and so much more. Tune in next week for more of this as Brian uh, produces the show a little bit more, maybe. Maybe? We'll see. All right, we'll see. Uh, here on... Real brave life. <laughs> we <Got> made it. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>